Welcome to the Inventory Nation podcast, a show designed to bring you the incredible voices and stories of veterinary professionals coast to coast, all while helping you to manage and control your inventory. I'm your host, Nicole Clausen, coach, advisor, and champion for veterinary teams and their inventory. Joining you live from the mountains of Montana, welcome to the show. Hello, welcome back to the Inventory Nation podcast. I am so excited that you're here. So excited to be sharing this episode with you. Just super grateful to have you listening in. So just last week, we had a bunch of wonderful, amazing souls join us in the Vision Platinum group. We had open enrollment. And so if you are a new Platinum member, I just wanted to thank you so much for joining Love having you along for the ride. If now wasn't a good time to join, I'm still so glad that you're here. And yeah, I'm just welcome to um, the Platinum Group, to all of our new members. So super excited about that. Also, I am working on a super fun project right now, and it should be launching just a few days after this episode. It's going to be a really cool inventory self-assessment tool. So you'll be able to kind of take this quiz, see where you're at, and I'm going to send you some tips and tricks to kind of help move you in the right direction. So definitely be on the lookout on Instagram or on Facebook for that. Um, you can check me out on Instagram at veterinary Care Logistics. Send me a DM. Tell me hello. Love, love, love hearing from you. So let's go ahead and jump right in to today's episode. So we are going to be chatting all about some of my favorite top tools and resources that any and all inventory manager needs. So let's jump right in. Let's do this thing. Okay. So number one on my list is a pill counter or a pill counting app. I feel like that probably one of the most universally disliked things about managing inventory is counting. I know a lot of times it can seem like a punishment and, you know, it's just not quite the way that many of us would prefer to spend our day. But counting can be so incredibly beneficial. So how can we actually make that easier? And when I say easier, I kind of mean that in the capacity of most of us are so shorthanded. I mean, I think I hear from clinics all day long that are literally at half capacity because of illness, shorthandedness, all of that. So there's a lot going on, but, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, the inventory wheels don't completely come off the bus. And so I think there's a way to kind of balance counting and, you know, kind of doing those more mundane tasks that don't seem as mission critical. So how can we make this easier? So there's two ways here. So the first is to maybe consider start using cycle counts. So first of all, what is cycle counting? So cycle counting is when you count small amounts of inventory frequently throughout the year. So, you know, why is this actually helpful? So first and foremost, your inventory really stays more accurate throughout the year so that your end of the year counts 
aren't such a nightmare, right? So if we're constantly like counting our inventory in small amounts on a frequent basis, you know, our inventory stays accurate throughout the year. So then when we get to the end of the year and we have to do those counts, it's not like this three day, you know, marathon event. So that, of course, is a dream, but when you kind of get these cycle counts going, you can actually start to track where your inventory is going and where it's at. So, you know, let's say we get to the end of the year and you're short 11,000 capsules of Secphalexin, the likelihood that you're going to be able to find where those went is slim to none. But on the flip side, let's say that you count Cephalex in each month and you're sure only 42 capsules. So that number is a lot more manageable to start to see where that went, what happened to it. Are we having missed charges? You know, it becomes a lot more easier of a number to find out where that went rather than at the end of the year being like, oh, well, I guess we're missing 11,000 capsules, you know, because Really, when you get to that point, it's there's not much we can do about it. So you can really start to watch and identify trends of mischarges, theft, more. Um, and so if you think about it, veterinary practices spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on inventory, and some are even well above the million-dollar mark. So if you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on something or a million-plus dollars, I certainly would want to know where it's going. And so it's really important that we understand what's coming and going and understand how we're generating revenue from that expense. So how can we really make this process even easier? That's where a pill counting app or pill counter comes in. So historically, I feel like pill counters were not known for their reliability, and it was a hit or a miss as far as if they actually made our counts easier. But now with the new pill counting apps, first of all, they're free, so that's amazing, but they're actually surprisingly accurate. So I've heard from a lot of people that are skeptical and they're like, "Mm, I was not sure if it was going to work. They downloaded it, they tested it, and it was right on the money. And so I heard from people, especially, you know, because we just ended, you know, 2021, we did our year in inventory accounts. I heard from people who cut their time down significantly by hours, sometimes even days by using a pill counting app. So I highly um, recommend checking it out. See if it's something that's going to work for you. Um, there's a couple. There's Pill Eye and I can't think of the other name of it. Um, but if there's one that you love, send me a message. Let me know how you feel about it. Um, and we'll make sure to pass that along because, you know, anything to make our lives easier right now, basically. Because when our time is limited like it is now, it really just makes cycle counting and keeping track of our inventory that much more accessible and a lot less painful. And so, 
you know, because I know that cycle counts can be kind of a drag, but they also serve such a huge purpose. And actually one that I forgot to mention um, was that keeping your inventory counts on hand accurate throughout the year allows you to use those reorder points in your practice management system. So then you're getting flagged at the appropriate level. You're not running out of things. And so it really just kind of helps you track where your inventory is. Um, and so that's definitely one of my favorite tools. Um, if you're looking for a pill counter, one of the ones that I've heard the best reviews on is called the RX4. Um, so I know that that one can does get a lot of really great reviews and a lot of people love it. But, you know, the investment is significantly more than a free phone app. So there is that. Okay, so the first tool was a pill counter or a pill counting app. And so the second tool or resource that everyone needs is a community of other inventory managers, just like our veterinary inventory management Facebook group or the veterinary inventory strategy network. So back way back, like in a galaxy far, far away, when I first started managing inventory, um, you know, I just think about this all the time. So my brain really likes to know, right? I like to know how to do things. I like to know what I'm doing. Um, so when I didn't, you know, I don't, if you haven't heard my story before, when I very first got started managing inventory, my only training was when you shake a bottle and it feels low, you order it. And I was brand new to the practice and I had no idea what low means. And the person as well-meaning as she was, she could not necessarily quantify what low was, right? And so I was like, hmm. So I basically kind of like walked around, shook the bottles and really hoped for the best. And so really to call me an inventory manager at that point was definitely a stretch, but you know, we do the best we can with what we have. So anyways, because my brain likes to know, and I didn't know at the time, it was super frustrating for me because A, I didn't really know the answer as far as like what to order and how much to order. And I just kind of, I wasn't confident in that. And then B, I also didn't know where to find the answer because the previous inventory manager had left the practice and really no one else knew either. And so there was just kind of a lot of lack of of knowing and understanding. And um, I really didn't know where to turn to support because that was really before Facebook groups were a thing. That was really before, you know, we had these online communities. And, you know, as an inventory manager, a lot of times there's only one of us in a practice. You know, you might have a helper, but there's typically just one inventory manager. And so it can be a lonely experience. Um, and on top of that, our whole team relies on us as inventory managers to be able to stock our practice. And so there's a ton of pressure, especially when we don't have or, um, you know, never received a lot of training. So we have all of our patients relying on us to have a properly stocked hospital. We have our entire team relying us on a stocked hospital. And we don't really quite know exactly, at least from my perspective, I did not how to, I did not know how to do it properly. Um, you know, so you might feel differently, but 
I feel like a community of other inventory managers would have just saved my day. And so, um, that's really why I started those two communities. That's why I started the Facebook group. That's why I started a vision is to really bring together a community of other inventory managers, you know, just to have a place that get support, whether it's asking questions or simply knowing that you're not alone. Um, and I think one of the things that's really cool about both inventory groups is just how kind and welcoming and supportive people are. I just love seeing like that level of support when somebody is really struggling. And I feel like for me, it really just demonstrates how amazing our veterinary community can be. I mean, we definitely have challenges. We definitely have problems. We definitely like have some issues going right on in vet med. But I think outside of that, just seeing the level of support and camaraderie and, you know, just willingness to help is so incredible to see. Um, so if you're not a part of it, if you're looking for more support, you know, it's free to join. There's a lot of other communities out there. You know, I would just recommend you know, just finding your people that you feel comfortable with um, and just being able to have somebody there to help help you when you're like, I don't really know the answer and I don't really know where to find the answer. So that um, is another one of my favorite resources as an inventory manager. So the third one is, drumroll please, VetCove. <laughs> so VetCove was not a thing when I first managed inventory. And I don't know, um, <laughs> I just remember like having all the tabs like pulled up, right? I had like one for each distributor and like, you know, there'd be, I didn't check all the time, but it was kind of like I regularly kind of checked through each vendor and I was like, oh my word, this takes forever. And so, of course, we did not have the back orders or the supply chain issues that we have now. But that's why I feel like when VetCove started, it was like such a game changer because we could view all of our availability and costs all in one spot. So Oh, just a few of my favorite features is um, I love to use the shopping list because I don't know about you, but when you like search vaccine or you search for like your brand of vaccine, like there's 97,000 options that come up. And so I like to create shopping lists to kind of hone down those options so that I always purchase the right one. I remember there was like, um, so, you know, the pure vax, there's like the RCP plus the rabies. I accident, we had the RCP um, or the rabies. We did not have the combo. And they call it like RCPR or something like that, or RCP3. Can't even remember now. And I ordered the wrong one. And that happened on like a Lyme vaccine and some other ones. So that's why I just love to have the hospital supply shopping list to make sure that I'm getting the right thing. Same thing goes for like hospital supplies, syringes, needles, catheters. I think one of my favorite things as an inventory manager is I kind of like to get the things that my team loves, right? So if they love like a particular type of catheter or if they like a particular syringe, I like to get that brand for them because I feel like 
anything that I can do to make their day easier just makes me feel better. And so with those shopping lists, you can really create um, lists to make finding those specific things that much easier. I also like to add notes on products. So if you're like, ooh, I don't want to order this size anymore, or maybe the doctor now prefers this kind, I like to add notes. Um, there's also the bud- budgeting features and different reports so that you can, um, you know, keep track of your budget. You can look at reports. You can do all sorts of good stuff. So those are kind of some of my favorite features. Also, their support team is amazing. Um, also nice, also kind. So if you are not using Vetcove, if you've never used it before, I highly re- recommend checking it out. Also, there is no, um, I like don't have any, like, um, like this isn't an ad or anything. I just truly love it and feel like it um, makes such a huge difference. So there's that. Okay. So my third tool slash resource that every inventory manager needs was Vetcove. The fourth one is reorder points or reorder tags. So, you know, reorder, technically reorder tags is a type of reorder point, but reorder points was something that completely changed the game for me. So, you know, just, you know, talking about my story and thinking about, you know, I remember I was like looking at um, the Panicare granules, you know, that come in packs of three, you know, I thought like five was low, right? But actually, I mean, technically five is kind of low, but for my particular practice, that was still like several months supply and I definitely didn't need to reorder it. And so when I discovered reorder points and the ability to quantify what low meant, Oh my word, that really just took it to a whole nother level because now I wasn't like kind of walking around looking at everything being like, "Uh, I think this looks low. I'm pretty sure that's low. I don't need to order that yet. Now I actually had a quantifiable level, quantified level based upon my previous, um, usage and sales information. And now I could confidently say like, hey, I know that I'm going to use five packs of Panicker granules in like four months. So I can actually really wait on ordering this. So highly recommend using reorder points if you have never used them before. They are just such a dream, such a game changer. Um, And there's really a lot of different types that you can use, but if you have never used them before, just start with some of your top products and think about, you know, how much do I want to keep on the shelf versus how much should I keep on the shelf? Because I think sometimes when we're thinking about reorder points, it's like, oh, we kind of base them off of our gut feeling like, oh, I want to keep five on the shelf at any given time. But my follow-up question always is, why five? Like, where did that number come from? And so, I mean, a lot of times as an inventory manager, you know fairly well, you know, what comes in and what comes out. But sometimes there's some products where we think one thing, but then when we look at the data, it tells us a completely different story. 
Um, I just remember this one time I was working with an inventory manager and she thought they flew through cephalaxin, right? It, they just ran through it like water. She had like three big 500 count bottles. But when I pulled her, um, her sales history, um, it showed that she only used about 200 capsules per month. And so, you know, with the three big bottles, she had over a seven month supply without really realizing it, right? She had the best of intentions, but she thought she used significantly more than she actually did. And so when we kind of calculate those reorder points, when we're looking at our sales information, it really allows us to make those data-informed decisions that helps take our inventory to the next level. So if you take nothing away from this episode, if you never do anything else with your inventory, I would pick reorder points all day, every day. Um, So If you just got started using reorder points or you're kind of just getting started in this, I would love to hear how it's going. Send me a message. Let me know. Keep me updated. I love hearing and seeing all of your progress. It just totally makes my day. (laughs) Okay. So the very last tool or resource that any inventory manager needs, the last one is dedicated time to manage inventory. And I know that that is a lot easier said than done, but I really, really recommend it, even if it's like 15 minutes or something to kind of like wrangle your brain a little bit, because I found, at least for me personally, you know, that managing inventory and thinking about, you know, that's a very like data driven, you know, task. Whereas caring for our patients or talking with Mrs. Jones or, you know, um, submitting payroll or something like that. Well, maybe not necessarily submitting payroll, but maybe just like having an HR conversation. Those use very different like areas of your brain. And so if you kind of go from like managing inventory and trying to figure out your order, and then you go to place a catheter, and then maybe you go to talk to a client and do a follow-up call, and then you're helping a doctor, and then you go back to your inventory, you know, our brain kind of takes a minute to switch into that mode. And so we kind of get spread out and you know, sometimes it might feel like we are accomplishing a lot because we're buzzing around doing a bunch of different things. So I highly recommend the fact of just having dedicated inventory time to really just allow you to focus and just focus and hone in on what you're doing to make sure that, you know, you're getting all the things you need to order and your brain isn't buzzing around doing a million different things. And so if you don't have any inventory time right now, maybe just start small, right? Maybe take 15 minutes, see if you can compile your order, get your reorder points, you know, kind of like round those up and just kind of maybe see how 10 or 15 minute feels, you know, does that make a big difference? Do you need more? Do you need less? Um, you know, and just start small and just try it, right? Be curious, be curious with your management team, be curious with your owner, um, 
because I, I feel like that makes such a difference because I just remember, <laughs> I remember being up at the front desk and I'd, you know, there'd be two workstations and I, they'd be side by side and it'd be like receiving invoices on one <laughs> workstation. And then we talking to a client on another and then somebody would come and check out. And then I can't use the other one because I'm locked in the purchase order screen, you know, I'm sure that you've been there. It just kind of can turn into a mess sometimes. So I really like the idea of dedicated inventory time. Although I absolutely know right now, a lot of times that's coming from a place of like a lot of privilege because not all of us have the capability for that, but just even like think about it, be curious about it. Maybe think about how, you know, even the last 15 minutes or the first 15 minutes of your day could maybe make that little bit of difference for you. So um, that's why I kind of really love that um, dedicated inventory time. I know that some people, you know, especially with um, how things are going right now, they'll come in for like 30 minutes or an hour on the weekend. And instead of, um, you know, um, you know, doing, trying to do inventory while everyone is there. They'll do it after hours or on the weekend, you know, and that helps some people. So I think the biggest thing is just to find what, what works best for you, um, and what helps you so that you can really provide that support, um, you know, to your patients through inventory. I get, um, a lot of questions, a lot of messages, a lot of times about that people are worried because they don't feel as valuable because they are not directly caring for their patients. And that always like, I just want to give them a big, huge, giant hug through the phone because, you know, like I know how that feels, but at the same time, like you are really enabling patient care. And that's really, I think such the incredible part of being an inventory manager is you are enabling that patient care. You're allowing it to happen. And, you know, I think that's so cool and so special and just amazing. I know that sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but if you feel like, oh, I do not feel like I'm like worthy or valuable because I'm not caring for my patients and I'm just doing these like ordering things. I'm just the order gal or I'm just the order dude or I'm just the order person. Like, you know, just remember that you are really making that patient care possible and you are so incredibly valuable to your team, um, even though it might not seem that way. So if you're feeling that way today, I'm sending a big hug through the airwaves, um, if that makes sense. So yes, last tool, the top five, number five was that dedicated time to managing inventory. So here we are at the end of the episode. I really, truly appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for just hearing what I had to say and just taking a second to listen um, and tune in. So I hope you have a wonderful week here in just a few days. The inventory self-assessment will be live. So definitely check 
um, back on social media channels to see about that. If you want to join Vision or if you want to join the Facebook group, of course, it's free. Feel free to join us. You can ask me for the link. You can search us on Facebook or you can go to veterinaryisn.com. That's Veterinary Indigo Sierra November. Okay. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day. And I sure hope the back orders aren't too bad this week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inventory Nation podcast and spending your time with me. I know your time is valuable and in short supply, so it truly is an honor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or leave a review. Be sure to visit vetlogic.co slash podcast to access the show notes and discover additional links and resources. See you next time.